For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Now we are in Q2 and I did last week's episode telling you a little bit about, you know, how to have a reset, how to go into Q2 with a different mindset, etc. I thought it would be really good to have an episode for you all around self-sabotage because it's all well and good having goals, having dreams But if you are the cause of why they are not coming to fruition, then you need to almost have a little check-in. Because sometimes we are fully aware of where we sabotage our own goals and desires, and other times we've got no idea. Now, when clients come to me, there's loads of things that I do to try and identify anxiety triggers, sabotaging behaviours where they are basically standing in their own way. Now, that's great for them because they get somebody else helping them to do that. But for you guys, I thought it'd be good for me to identify what self-sabotaging behaviours are, how they come up, and what you can do to start working against them. In short form, self-sabotage is when we consciously or unconsciously take actions that are hindering our progress towards a goal or even completely sabotaging the outcome altogether. Now, some of these are deep-rooted in the formed in childhood and it'll be learned behaviours, whether they come from you and your own limiting beliefs or whether they come from conditioning on what you saw around you. It could be that you have self-sabotaging behaviors that are new habits, new actions that have almost crept in that you're not even aware of, that that it's almost like, how did you even get to this point? Like, you don't even know how that happened. Like, 
for example, like a, a glass of wine on a night time, like I see that as a self-sabotaging behavior because that increases your dopamines and serotonin, which means you're then depleted of it the next day. Now, I appreciate, and if you read up on the on the stats on this, it does depend on your level of sensitivity, but you know, that can impact your sleep. If you are having a drink on a night time and it's impacting your sleep, that is impacting your cognitive behaviors the next day, which then can lead to low mood, low energy. And it all impacts, just like, you know, a bad diet would massively impact your mental health. So let's take that as number one of thinking about, right, from a self-sabotage point of view, what am I putting into my body versus what I'm getting out? And how is that affecting me mentally? Because you may not even realise it. Like I always talked about this to clients in terms of, we'll look at the core anxiety triggers. And then I will say externally, things that are going to bring your mood down are your hormones and how they're affected. But drugs and alcohol naturally increase your serotonin and you don't mean, but you're going to be depleted of it. So you really need to be aware of that because most people are with drugs they're fully aware of those highs and the lows but maybe they're not as aware of it with um with alcohol another form of self-sabotaging behavior is procrastination I do so many posts on procrastination on Instagram and it's because I know first of all how much that is a common trait for clients who come to me with anxiety and low mood is because they procrastinate. It is a self-sabotaging behavior. It is something that used to be one of my biggest anxiety triggers when I was younger, was leaving things to the last minute, cramming stuff in, you know, doing things to the bare minimum. Like I would, I was so self-sabotaging. and I was like, bare minimum, as long as it's done and handed in. And even from a work point of view, I did take that sabotaging behavior into the workplace and it might not be that the that I'd proc- yeah I'd actually yes I would procrastinate on some of the tasks and then other tasks I would do them so quickly just to get them done and off my list it was almost like a counter reaction of like god I don't want to procrastinate on that I know I'm going to feel bad so I'll quickly do it and get it out of the way and those two behaviors were both sabotaging, even though one looked like I was being really proactive and the other one was I was putting stuff off. Neither was getting stuff done to the best of my ability because there's another self-sabotaging behavior. My fear of failure meant that I would only half try at things because my fear was, and I couldn't have, I definitely could not have vocalized this back then, but I know now looking back was, what was if I put in loads of effort and I still can't do it? That was a big fear of mine. That was almost a hidden one that I didn't even realize was kind of coming out for me. So now I'm much more of a reflector. Um, Anyway, I'm going to get into that later on in the podcast. For now, we'll look at the triggers and then we'll look at the the, the coping mechanisms. So negative self-talk can absolutely be a sabotaging behavior because when something doesn't go well, we can then have that that irritating voice that just kind of says to ourselves, like, told you so, I knew that wouldn't work or just my luck or I knew this wouldn't happen for me. Nothing ever good happens for me or like, I'm crap, like, I'm not good enough. And there's a certain level of self-talk that you'll have that will be destructive, that will absolutely be 
sabotage into the outcomes that you're trying to achieve because imagine having that shitty conversation with yourself and then the next day you try and go back to whatever you were trying to do that voice is going to be there that level of energy is going to be there and that is massively going to affect your motivation and when our motivation is affected it's so much harder to achieve our goals it could be that you have a sabotaging behavior that is compulsive So you have things that you need to have done, whether it's like um, excessive cleaning or excessive checking of things or things that can lead to rumination. So if you can't do something because you know something else needs doing, it's that whirling of your mind. And what you tend to find is, is that these OCD behaviours, these excessive behaviours, and I've definitely had clients who've had them and we've been able to overcome them normally come about when we are avoiding the thing that we should be giving attention to. It's like when we're hiding from our fears, when we've got these limiting beliefs about ourselves, then we focus so much on the things we feel like we can control. Another thing could be a self-sabotaging behavior, could be um, avoidance, So, which sounds like procrastination, but actually, if I just to like give you it in a different context, like avoidance would come up when you are avoiding things that you know would make you feel good. So meeting up with friends or going to a business meeting that you know would be beneficial for you, but you can convince yourself actually you don't need to go. So that could be definitely a a sabotaging behavior because those things, even if, you know, just meeting up with your friends has got nothing to do with your goals or your dreams, that could be so fruitful for you. That's going to increase your energy and your motivation because you've had that little spark of connection and an interaction and just something that takes you out of where you are now to give you that energy to put back into the pot. And lastly, another sabotaging behavior would be perfectionism. So I have clients who will beat themselves up if something's not perfect and will ruminate on past conversations that they've had, past failures that they've had, or even just, you know, overthink an email that they need to send because what happens if the person thinks this or this has got to be perfect and what happens if this doesn't land well enough like there's just so much going on in their in their mind that they are now into sabotaging behaviors because everything has to be perfect so that there was a list of sabotaging behaviors the first thing to look at is go back to what is it you're trying to achieve And have a real conversation with yourself as to why it's not happening. Because remember, we can tell ourselves a story about why it's not happening. We can say it's all about luck. We can say it's because we're not good enough, etc, etc. But when it comes down to it, there are elements that are adding up to why you're not achieving your goals. Now, one could be that you don't believe in them enough. One could be that you're not motivated enough. One could be that you give up at the first sign of something difficult because you don't believe that it's possible for you. So have a look at the goals, the dreams that you've got on your vision board and ask yourself honestly, what do you think you are doing or not doing that is causing an effect on the outcome? So that's step one, really identifying 
like patterns of behavior or common themes where you know you're not making progress towards that goal. Once you've understand, understood that, you need to understand the root cause of where that's coming from. So if you know, like for example, my fear of like me vocalizing the fact that I used to procrastinate or just do things half-hearted was because of my fear of failure. Once I've identified that and put it almost out in the open rather than keeping it hidden and go, oh, right, okay, I'm scared of failure. Right, okay, so what do I need to do about that? Because I really do want to succeed, but I know I'm scared of failure and that's the thing that keeps coming up. And to overcome a a fear of failure it is literally about taking action because the fear of failure is the emotion the taking action is the thing that's going to overcome it so you have to go back to the goals the dreams without emotion attached to it and think about right how good am I going to feel when I achieve it why do I want it so much like you've got to get that motivation back for it and and the the passion, because that is going to help you to to have that momentum, to get shit done, to really apply yourself to the thing that you want to achieve. Because when you are self-sabotaging, how does it make you feel? It makes you feel crap. It makes you feel like you can't do it and it's never going to happen. So you've got to get back to that level excitement that you had when you first put the goal down, when you first thought, oh my God, wouldn't it be amazing if? Like you've got to get back to that again because these things, oh my God, these things are so possible for you. Whatever it is you want, everything is so possible and so available for you. You just need to get out of your own way. The other thing I would suggest is practice that self-compassion. When you beat yourself up because something hasn't gone well, you are just adding to the crap that has happened rather than having a gentle conversation like you would if, if your friend said to you like oh my god I've just had a shit day in this happened da, 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 da. you'd be like right tell us more about it and but oh but maybe she could do this or maybe she could do that and you would be the cheerleader you would be somebody who's looking for solutions when all they can see is a problem and you need to be that for you you've got to step outside where you are now to go right come on come on Jude, what's going on here? Like, you don't need to sit in this discomfort. Let's look at the solutions. In any business, it is all solution focused. Now, it doesn't matter whether your goals or dreams are business related. Everything has to be solution focused because your emotional attachment is what's sabotaging your outcomes. So you've got to step out of it and go, right, come on, what am I trying to achieve? And where do I keep hitting a brick wall? And it could be that it is just bad habits and bad actions, those sabotaging behaviours. It could be that every time you've hit it, and you've got to look for the patterns in this. It's a core work that I do with my clients is looking for patterns that have come up. And you can see on some people's timeline that when things get tough, they give up and they go off onto something else. And they might tell themselves a story that, oh, do you know what? I just, it wasn't for me. So I moved on to something else. Whereas actually what you can actually see in in the past is that, and and this isn't me judging them. This is me asking more questions. And we find this information out together that it wasn't the fact that they decided it wasn't for them. It was the fact that actually they gave up because they hit something that was hard or 
And this is, and I, and, and I still don't get this one, but it's a really interesting one. It's that fear of success. Some people get so close to success that they sabotage the outcome because they're fearful of, what happens if I get it and then I lose it? So it's easier just not, not to get it. So it could be that you have that when you get so close to success that you sabotage it. So again, you've got to get excited about the goal. What is it that you're trying to achieve? So if we take this as a, a weight goal, because again, that's a really emotional one and it's not, it's not about money, it's not about business related goals. It's a one that you can easily look at and see, as I'm telling you and you're not connected to, to the emotion of it, that there are really, really easy ways to lose weight. But the sabotaging behaviours are the actions you do or do not take. Like anyone can lose weight. Now, I will say there's a caveat here to this that (laughs) if you are slightly older and you could have a hormone imbalance, right, then it could be something else that you need to look into and it's nothing to do with the food you eat or the exercise that you do or don't do. If you can confidently say, do you know what, I'm doing everything, I can see that I am exercising, I can see that I am on a healthy diet but nothing's shifting, then that is just another problem to be solved. There is something underlying that you probably need answers to. And I know this because I've worked with people who are now getting those answers for themselves. But there's no point in sitting there going, oh, I'll never lose weight if you're doing nothing about it. Like if you know that the actions you take are minimal, then you can't expect the outcome to be huge. And that's the same with all of your goals. If you are sabotaging then you need to look at where you are sabotaging yourself and what keeps coming up for you. And again, I want to come back to this, like you can have the most abundant life, you can have whatever you want. Like I sit here as someone on the other side of the fence who is saying to her younger self, like get out of that discomfort Like, you're not the story you tell yourself. You're not the thick one in the family. You are capable of so much. You just need to get out of your own head. And that was something that I had to fail, learn, fail, learn (laughs) until I was like, oh, look at that. Jude, look what you've achieved. That's nuts. (laughs) But you've got to start off with like, right, Where do I keep hitting these walls? What is the things that are coming up for me? Because honest to God, on the other side of this, when you realise that you're in your own way, (laughs) you manage to get out of it. It's beautiful. It's so nice. And again, some of the things that, you know, you've heard me say to clients that I've had on this podcast, everything that we do is really, really simple. I am supporting clients to get out of their own way to achieve their goals and achieve their desires. And, you know, sometimes the work that I'm doing, and this is this is just reminds me of a client session that I had yesterday, we get them out of their own way just so that they can feel comfortable and not overwhelmed and just content in where they are. And once they get to that space, they're like, actually, do you know what? Like, what does come up for me? What do I want? Like, I'm just helping them remove the overwhelm and the imposter syndrome and the procrastination and all those things. And when they get to the other side, they realize how simple life can be. 
and then they start setting themselves bigger goals. You know, there's, there's, we're working on a, a career or business goal with a client now. That was not what they started with. That was not the thing they came to me with. But when you release the the crap that comes before, whether that's the limited beliefs, the sabotage and behaviors, the anxiety triggers, and then you realize that actually getting to that lovely sweet spot of that eight or nine mindset and I talk about mindset between a scale of one and 10, you know, eight and nine is like when you're just happy and motivated and excited. That is when you stay there and you go, God, like, I wonder what else is possible. And you're able to be excited about life and passionate and motivated. And you've took down the barriers, the barriers that you created yourself. So take this episode as a, a reflection And looking back over the course of your life and look at what self-sabotaging behaviors you have. Look at where you need to get out your own way. Look at what barriers you've put up on yourself and start chipping away at them one by one. Now, I don't expect you to go, oh my God, well, it's this and that and and you've got like a million things that you need to work on. Work on one at a time. Just chip away at it. And once you start to implement one thing and you change a behavior or a habit, you can then change the next one. And then it's a beautiful little momentum of change that you're going through rather than trying to do everything at once. Right, next week, I don't know whether I'm having one or two weeks off the podcast. So just bear with us because of holidays and trying to juggle working and taking time off to to be with the family and, and just do childcare. I don't know whether I'm having one or two weeks off, but there'll still be an episode on Friday and I will see you in one or two weeks. But for now, have an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Don't. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judontcoaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes. This break is brought to you by Adobe Photoshop. If you're a professional photographer, designer, or artist, you need the tools to go wherever your imagination takes you. Cookie cutter content just doesn't cut it. But you already knew that. What you might not know is that new AI-powered features in Photoshop can help you make complex edits in seconds. And it's easier than ever to collaborate and give feedback so you can create faster and crush your next deadline. Get started for free. Click or tap the banner to head over to Photoshop.com.